0: As I got to know everyone on Instagram and through Cat Explorer, I realized there were all these amazing stories of people and inspiring people, and I wanted to share those stories. You're listening to the Cat Explorer podcast. I'm Asara.
1: And I'm Daniel. Today's episode is a tad different. We're celebrating Cat Explorer's first birthday. Instead of us interviewing a guest, we're being interviewed by the lovely Pam from Roxy the Kitty. As always, we'd love to hear that you're listening along. So take a screenshot of your phone, a video, or a photo of what you're doing. Share it to your Instagram stories, tag us at catexplorer.community. We can't wait to hear what you take away from our birthday episode. Now let's dive in.
0: Join us as we chat to amazing Cat Explorers and experts. Learn from them, listen to their war stories, celebrate their wins, and laugh at the funny moments that have been a part of their journey.
2: Okay. Hi, you guys. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, we're good. How are you going?
2: I'm doing really well, thanks. So this is like super exciting for me because the last time we met, the roles were reversed and you were interviewing me. Mm -hmm. So I think what we decided is that uh, you've got a a special occasion coming up and that it might be really interesting and fun for us to actually turn the tables and to have me interview you so that people can learn a lot more about what's going on with Explorer.
0: I have to admit, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> are you? The, the tables are turned now. This is new for us. Across, yeah. <laughs> exactly,
2: but I'm sure you're going to do just fine. You're becoming pros at this now, for sure. Thanks, <laughs> Pam. So, with that in mind, though, what I'd like to know is, like, how long has Cat Explorer been running now? Because I know that uh, you had your family cat, Tabby, who uh, really helped to inspire you to start up Cat Explorer when you started with Loomis and Noxy. But uh, perhaps you can kind of walk us through this, because I'm sure there's a lot of people would like to know.
0: Yeah, so um, Cat Explorer, so we're just coming up to our first birthday, which is really, really exciting. Um, And yeah, so... I started exploring, I suppose, cat exploring with my cat, Tabby, when I was about nine years old. So um, my dad used to travel for work a lot around um, regional New South Wales, which is the state that we live in. And catteries just weren't what they are now. Like, they were little cages. They weren't always clean. And she just hated being at catteries. And given that we used to travel every two to three months, we didn't feel comfortable leaving her in there. So my parents decided, let's just take her along. And I think I took it a lot for granted um, because... They just took her along. It wasn't very difficult with her and they didn't know a lot either. So for example, her first ever carrier was, you know how when you go to the grocery store, you get those two baskets. Her Mm -hmm. first carrier was two of those baskets put on top of each other to make a cage tied up with string. (laughs) And her first harness and leash was some ribbon that my mum had found and she'd like tied it up to just see what she would do. Um, And then obviously as we had her for longer so she lived for 23 years and as we had her for longer we found out about harnesses and proper carriers and things like that so that definitely helped as she got older but I think when we got Lumos and Noxy I wanted that flexibility of deciding on a Wednesday that we were going to go away on the weekend and we didn't have to worry about booking a cattery Mm -hmm. um that we could just take them along so I was just like let's just train them to do the same thing let's train them to use their harnesses and go exploring with us um but I found that at first, um, because I always thought I was the only one who did it, so I couldn't find any information that I needed, so I went to the wonderful world of Instagram mm-hmm. and I discovered so many of you in the community um, who are so willing to share and help us out and, like, I think my first question was, what harness should I get? Because we'd got a H-style harness and Lumos had hurt himself because it was, um, like, the pressure points were very limited on it. It didn't really spread the pressure when he'd run, he'd run off at some point, so... Um, it was great to get all that experience from everyone, but I kept losing it within Instagram posts or in DMs and mm, yeah. you know, I kind of wanted all that information in one spot. So that's why I initially created Cat Explorer, was a bit of a depository. But as I got to know everyone on Instagram and through Cat Explorer, I realized there were all these amazing stories of people and inspiring people and I wanted to share those stories and that's kind of where the website initially came from and then the podcast And then um, we realized that there was a way that we could take Cat Explorer to the next level, which was having those products that actually help you guys and stuff that makes it easy for you to go cat exploring. And that's currently the stage that we're at now is creating those products, but in a way that's useful for you. So, for example, with things like training guides and support. So we do spend a lot of time supporting people with how to train their cat to use those things as well. Um, But yeah, I think that's kind of the summary of how cat Explorer oh, came, came across, across
2: good. yeah. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> great. I I appreciate kind of uh, giving a bit of the backstory there. So one of the things that I think is really interesting is, as you said, uh, I think there was a number of us that all just started finding things on Instagram and on the web around Cat Exploring. And I recall when I first started following you and when I first started following Cat Explorer... And I think the funny thing there is that I didn't realize you were connected. So it took me a while to actually, through the post, to figure out that you were actually one and the same. So mm-hmm. I guess for, for me, that sort of leads into how, how Lumos and Noxie actually came into your lives. And uh, if you can kind of maybe give us a few of the stories, those first few week stories, uh, which are always really interesting, right?
1: Oh, that's certainly interesting. That's for sure. So Lumos and Noxie, they're two rescue cats. And if we backtrack a little bit, Hassara, as she mentioned before, always had cats in her lives. She had Tabby, her family cat, for 20-odd years. And then when we moved in together, she was pestering me to get cats. And I was, like, very resistant to the idea. So resistant, resistant. She'd always show me all these rescue cats online on the different social media platforms and say, you know, we could adopt these cats. And then I just, you know, didn't go with the idea. Mm-hmm. fast forward a little bit of time and then one of her good friends has sent us some photos of these rescue cats in a town called Canberra three hours away from us and she sent me the photos and I said, "I came home and I said yeah sure, well, let's do it, let's go have a look at them. This threw her off completely she was so surprised but mm-hmm. we cut cut that story short, we went on the weekend to go to Canberra and had a look at these two lovely rescue cats and it was actually a whole litter of them and Lumos and Noxy picked us, so we went there and we found Lumos being the person that he, the cat that he is now, and following us around everywhere. Mm-hmm. Whereas Noxy, being her cheeky, cute and weird self, where we found her hanging upside down, looking at us funny. We're like, <laughs> "Those are our two cats." <laughs> and so we adopted them, we took them home, and the first few couple of days, you know, being new cat parents, we're trying to get used to them, figure them out, and Figure out how to do this whole cat parenting thing. And because they were so small, we adopted them at about eight weeks old, something along those lines. So we were trying to make sure they weren't getting to weird spots that they could get stuck in. And, yeah, you know, there's a particular spot underneath the oven which had a gaping mm. hole that we we're trying not to get them, you know, into. So that was a challenge. Yeah, and we
0: didn't use our oven for, like, I think six months because they used to just keep going underneath <laughs> the oven yeah. and I was so scared.
1: And then, so we... So a couple of, probably a week or so had passed, and then I'm at work, I'm feeling really wheezy, I'm like, oh, I can't really breathe that well. So then that night, on the, it was a Friday, I went home, didn't feel great, went to bed early, woke up on a Saturday, felt pretty bad as well, and I was like, oh, this doesn't feel good, this doesn't look good. Went to the doctor, doctor was like, your oxygen levels are really low. So he put me on some, you know, breathing apparatus, and then it's like, oh, I think you should go to hospital. So. He sent me to the hospital, put me on more tests, more breathing apparatus, and what we discovered was that I was allergic to cats. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, which we didn't know because we had Tabby previously, so Mm -hmm. we didn't think it would be an issue, but, and I had Tabby sleeping on my face and everything, so we'd think, oh, cats would be fine with me, but surprise, I'm allergic to cats. See, and that's a lot more
2: serious than uh, I think uh, some people think. Like some people think allergy with cats is like um, red itchy eyes or, you know, kind of uh, not definitely low oxygen levels and difficulty breathing. So that sounds pretty uh, significant. So I I guess based on that, Daniel, uh, I'm going to skip around a bit here, but... uh, I think you have been pretty vocal about your allergies and that you have made some concessions and that you do some things a bit differently to accommodate. Do you want to maybe talk a bit about that?
1: So, yeah, living with an allergy with cats, you've got to make changes so that you just make it work for yourself. And with my allergies, the type they are, it's breathing difficulties, it's shortness of breath. And so we put some measures in place to make sure we can control it a little bit better, one of which is, we don't let them into the bedroom as much as possible, but you will see Instagram stories of them getting into the bedroom. It's and mostly Noxy, the cheeky culprit. And I've got to admit, it is pretty funny as well when she gets in. It's just <laughs> she's a lightning bolt. Like the door's open and for one second, she's in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and she brings a toy sometimes too. So <laughs> that's pretty cute. But we do make concessions. Close the door. We have an air filter, so it is a, a filtration device which will filter around uh, where the cats are normally hanging out, which is downstairs, uh, to try and get rid of those things, as That's well as...
0: the H-E-P-A. Yeah,
1: it's a yeah. hepa-filter. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we make sure that along the... What I do, it's not too much contact with lumos and in terms of the saliva. So generally, I don't try and let them lick me, or if, if they do, I, I wash my hands afterwards. Mm-hmm. With my clothes, if they're on, like I hug them and so forth, but I don't go to sleep in the same clothes because, you know, I've got fur all over me. Especially if it's pretty bad of fur, sometimes when they shed. Mm-hmm. Other measures we take: I don't usually clean their kitty litter tray. I do occasionally, mm-hmm. but most of the time it's Sarah doing this, just so that I can avoid that sort of contact. But not to say I still play with them. I I still let them get in my face. I just go wash my face afterwards, and I go <laughs> and go and make sure that I wash my hands and yeah, just minimise the ways I can sort of um, yeah be allergic to them
2: and kind of your contact with them. Though so I've got to say, I think that the uh, whole getting out of uh, cleaning out the litter box, hmm, right. yeah, <laughs> there may yeah, be some think- other people claiming allergies soon. I think
0: that some days I'm just like, this is why you don't clean the little box. <laughs> <laughs> nah, totally, I hear that. Okay, so
2: when you first got Noxie and uh, Loomis then and you decided you're going to do your, your exploring, do you want to talk a little bit about what you did for in ways of training and then kind of what sort of cat exploring that you do with them?
0: Yeah, so... At the beginning, we just bought them an adult harness. I didn't know about ferret harnesses or kitten harnesses. And um, that actually, so we, as soon as we got them, we started putting it on them. It was one of the first things I bought. And because it was an adult one and they were so small, it was so big on them that I was only comfortable harness training them at home. So I wasn't mm-hmm. comfortable taking them out because they could just very easily get out of it. And they did pretty well. Um, like Noxie did have a bit of a hissy fit the first few times we put it on. She flopped over. She was just like I. Just, I don't like this no. at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But um, after a while, they they're both pretty playful, so they would just run around and play while wearing the harness, and sometimes just fall asleep with it. But it took about a year for them to actually fit in and grow into the harness. So we, I just wasn't comfortable taking them out. And finally, for our for like their birthday, our birthdays, our anniversary, they're all within two months of each other. So we <laughs> went away for that, and we went to a farm which is in the Blue Mountains, which is about. Uh, two hour drive from Sydney and it was while we were there that we finally felt comfortable taking them outside so what we did was because the house was there there was that safe space so we could take them out and then take mm-hmm. them back into the cabin that we were staying at and I think we were just so blown away by how much they enjoyed that like just being able to run mm-hmm. around in the grass and like Noxy went up and said hello to the horse and they were watching the kangaroos and I think We were just really blown away by how much they enjoyed it. And it was only after that that we started really getting into it and looking into things like harnesses and backpacks. And I think that's around the time the idea for Cat Explorer came around as well. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay. Well, and I know that uh, you do post quite a bit about uh, you're both foodies. And so I know that uh, a number of your adventures take place in uh, sort of cafes or cat-friendly locations, (laughs) which you seem to have found quite a few great ones in your area.
0: Yeah, it's, um, it's really interesting. Um, the pet friendly industry has just blown up in the last few years in Australia as well. Um, so I'm always, because we are foodies, so I'm always looking for those places where I see dogs and stuff on Instagram or on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And um, usually I'll message them and say, do you take cats as well? Is this okay? And I'll explain the story because um, usually, do you take cats? People kind of just think I'm joking, but then I usually send them a photo and be like I'm looking for a place that I can bring my cats and this is what we do Mm -hmm. um and yeah we I think Daniel is doesn't like hiking as much as I do so our compromise (laughs) is that we'll go to foodie places if I do force him to go on a hike
1: (laughs) and this sort of personality actually parallels very well with Lumos and Noxy so Noxy loves hikes yeah Noxy and Hasara will go hiking together and you know, meanwhile Lumos and I are trundling along at the, you know, behind them, and then Lumos is in my backpack <laughs> because he's not going to walk, and I'm just, you know, dawdling along and, yeah, you know, just taking my sweet time, whereas Noxie's sprinted off and taking Hasara for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be very well
2: suited then, personality-wise, for sure. So do you, based on what you've done with Loomis and Noxy then, one of the things I guess I would say that I really like with your account is that you don't always show everything being perfect, that you do actually like to keep things real and you do actually talk about the challenges you've had. And so I'm wondering, do you have any uh, advice for some new uh, cat explorers and some things that they might uh, try?
0: I think the biggest thing is just be patient and realize that every cat is different. So like we just said, Lumos and Noxy are so different and they're from the same litter. So like you would expect mm-hmm. them to be fairly similar. Um, and also being on social media, it's so easy to fall into that comparison. Um, I suppose like oh. compare yourself to, compare your cat to other cats and you see cats climbing a mountain or in a kayak or on a stand-up paddle paddleboard. Um, but the thing to remember is that The ones where they look really unhappy, those photos or those videos don't get a lot of likes, so they're not going to be the ones that people post. So those cats that are doing those things, they've been doing it for a while and it's taken them a while to get there, but also what we need to remember is they probably have a hissy fit every so often. They probably get cranky so often and it's important not to compare ourselves to them and it's also important to realize that those cats probably tried things that they didn't like, but we don't see that because those photos don't get the likes and their owners right. actually now focus on the things that they do like. And those are the ones that we actually see. So I think my biggest thing is to just don't fall in that comparison game and just enjoy cat exploring for what it is and enjoy spending that time with your cat and getting, creating that bond.
2: No, I think that's great advice. Totally. I agree with you there. I know uh, we went for a little walk the other night with Roxy She just decided this was not her night, sat down, and she wasn't going to walk. So, I I totally agree with you that you've got to really be in tune with your cat's personality, with their likes and with their comfort level. So, Mm, and it does, it takes time. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Okay. So, I know that uh, as well, you both have been, uh, well, Hassara, especially you have been very visible in showing what you've been doing with both, uh, well, I guess primarily Lumas with uh, cat school. And I know that you're getting Noxie to do uh, some of it, but she's not quite as into it. So do you want to talk a bit about that? Because I think that uh, for me, a couple of things that I'm really interested in uh, hearing more about is when you did first start uh, doing cat school, that uh, you were free feeding at that time. And I know that that was a bit of a challenge to switch them over. So maybe you can talk a bit about that and some of the training that you've done.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about this because um, I remember at the time it felt like such a big challenge. So free feeding is when you feed like you just have the food out uh-huh. all, all the time. And one of the things with um, clicker training is the suggestion is that you have two main meals. And that's uh-huh. also great for in terms of managing your cat's um, weight levels like obi- and helps prevent things like obesity. Um, and I was thinking at the time when we were doing that transition, it felt hard. Like it was uh-huh. just because Lumos is very food motivated and it took him a very long time to get used to that. So what we started off is we just slowly reduced the amount of time the bowl was out and um, he got used to it eventually. Um, but now it's just it's just a f- part of life. Like, he knows those are the two times he gets fed a day. And he's pretty good with it now. Um, in terms of clicker training, um, I always thought that Noxy would be the better one just because she's better at doing the jumps. And, like, she's mm-hmm. just a lot more agile than Lumos. But he has, like, come out of his shell. I've been really surprised to see how well he's doing, which makes me sound like a horrible cat parent. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's been easy because he is very food motivated and like Mm -hmm. any kind of treat he will do anything for it but I've also realized he's very praise motivated and he also like he appears to show a lot of pride every time he achieves something so when he finally Mm -hmm. gets something he'll do his little happy meow. Meanwhile um, Noxy's not so food motivated but what's been really amazing is in the last three months she's just taken to clicker training as well so Mm -hmm. she might they have different things that they prefer to do. So some a lot of the things that Julie from Cat School does, she does a whole heap of tricks and I'll end up picking some for Lumos and some for Noxy based on what they like. Mm-hmm. Um, But the thing with Noxy is just we just had to be very particular with treats. So we had to try a lot of different treats with her. So she's got special treats for cat exploring. She's got special treats for normal clicker training. And then she's got some really, really nice treats that we use for like really hard sessions.
2: Okay, that's good. That, that seems to work out pretty well then. So, um, okay, well, I'm going to kind of switch gears here a little bit on you both. And uh, I think that people, they, they've heard about Loomis and Noxie, they see them on their Instagram account, but I think people are pretty curious about the two of you as well. So would you mind telling us how you
1: met? So this is my version, and I'm sure Hassara will agree with me because <laughs> <laughs> that's what, you know, couples are they always agree on everything but Mm -hmm. we met at uni university or college for some people as chemical engineering students so we're part of this chemical engineering degree where we we sort of split it up in a way that we were in our final years together but all our friends had graduated already so we were the last two together
0: because we were doing two degrees
1: so we were doing two degrees and what that meant was we started getting together to do work as that's you know we were the loners and we'd never had anyone else and we did this research thesis, and we ended up being paired together again, deliberately or not deliberately, <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> in the end of the day, we were doing it together, and we sort of got together, got to know each other, and that's how we've became, yeah, you know, a couple. And we, so we, ever since that time, we've been together. <clears throat> From there, that was ten years ago. Mm. We got engaged in, a couple of years ago at Yellowstone National Park in. The U.S., which is a beautiful place. Yeah, lovely snow-capped mountains, lovely scenery, Mm -hmm. and very cold, actually. Very, very cold (laughs) at the time we went. But it was an amazing experience. And from there, you know, we've grown from strength to strength, got got married, adopted two cats, and started together a cat-exploring business.
2: Yes, I know it's been a uh, pretty eventful last couple of years for the two of you. So, so would would you agree with that uh, that first meet description, Hasara? Is that accurate?
0: Yeah, partly. I think the joke is that all because we did a double degree, all our friends had left in that last year, and we had no other friends to hang out with. So we only <laughs> had each other to spend time
2: with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so it was just more by uh, wearing you down by attrition. Nobody else there. Is that it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that is that is completely it. <laughs> all,
1: all that charm.
2: That's right. Definitely. It's a, the charm that got her. Yes, I, I got to say, uh, with Corey and I, our story is that we actually met at work. And uh, the first time that I met Corey, he was at the photocopier. And I went in to photocopy something, and he was actually photocopying his face. Now that the two of you got to know him a little bit better, I'm sure that you can probably appreciate that. (laughs) And what I tell everybody is, I was just really glad at the time he wasn't photocopying something else. So
1: (laughs) just (laughs) leave it there.
2: Yes. So I I guess uh, another thing though is, so you've got two cats now. Are either of you? Are you open to more pets, or uh, are you thinking of potentially cats or anything else?
0: Or is this it? Or
2: is it? Or is two enough?
0: So initially, before we adopted Lumos and Noxy, our plan had always been to get a cat and a dog at the same time, mm-hmm. but we live in a tiny two-bedroom apartment, so we realized very quickly that that wasn't ideal. We didn't want to leave a dog in our tiny two-bedroom two bedroom apartment, so that's why we got two cats, um, and they're quite a handful. Like I, I, I really am inspired by people who can have more than two pets, but we tend to struggle with having just two um, in making sure that we're enriching their lives and keeping them happy. Mm-hmm. So I think for now two is. We're good. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <I like that. laughs> yes. Two is good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's, that's cool. I, and I agree with you. I think that, um, it is important that uh, you can manage the the pets that you have and that you are enriching them. And I always love seeing the pictures where Loomis and nox are going in two different directions and Daniel's trying to uh, hold on to both of them. So I, I can appreciate that. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about Cat Explorer and how you started Cat Explorer. I'm not sure um, if people do realize that this is actually turned into your full-time business and that that you are running this as a business and not just sort of a hobby or as a side job. Um, So, I mean, I can really only imagine that it was scary in the beginning of making that big step and moving in that direction. So can you kind of tell us a little bit about how you came to that decision to transition to this being a full-time venture for you?
0: Yeah, it um, kind of happened a little bit organically. So for eight years, I was working in the gas industry for like in, in the gas business over several roles. And I kind of got to a stage where I was feeling, well, I thought I was feeling a bit burnt out. But in hindsight, I think i realized now that I was struggling a little bit with my mental health, but the decision I came to was that I needed to take some time off. So I decided to just leave my job and didn't have any plans or anything. And it was really during that time that I started working on training Lumos and Noxy to be CAD Explorers. And that's when that whole experience of connecting with everyone happened. And that's where CAD Explorer kind of formed. And it was only like I had I had created Cat Explorer in terms of that depository and starting to create that community and I started interviewing to do jobs again, so those different mm-hmm. roles that I had experience in. And I kind of just realized that I would much prefer to invest my time in Cat Explorer and Daniel and I kind of just I think over a week or two we were just like why don't we just give this a go, let's do it full time. Um, it was a risk, it was scary but I – was and am passionate about Cat Explorer a lot more than I was about creating pharmaceutical products at the time. Uh So I decided to go ahead with it and see what we could make Cat Explorer into. And I think now it's been such a great experience. And I'm just really grateful for Daniel for coming along (laughs) with the ride because it hasn't been easy. There are days that are quite difficult and he's quite a huge supporter of Cat Explorer, especially with someone who's never had a pet before. And we're like constantly learning these new things and trying new things. So, really mm-hmm. grateful for that.
2: No, oh, no, that's good. And, and actually, it's interesting because I know you and I have talked a little bit, Hassara, but we both like uh, listening to podcasts. And uh, you're the one who sort of turned me on to um, the podcast, the Sarah Holloway the Year. Mm-hmm. And I love listening to that. And I think that what you just talked about is really what she focuses on is mm-hmm. when you find something you're really passionate about and it really brings joy, then it, it does, it becomes a labor of love as opposed to a, a job or a chore. So I think that's really cool. Definitely. Okay. So do you want to maybe talk a little bit about the different aspects uh, to Cat Explorer? Because you've kind of expanded it to uh, different areas.
0: Yes, I'd love to. So, everyone knows about our community. We've got so many amazing people from all around the world who are so willing to help each other and to inspire each other and share the challenges that they've. Based and how they've overcome them. But Cat Explorer also creates and provides a lot of resources for everyone. So that's from our Cat Explorer Asks discussions, where we all share our experiences on a topic. And then I summarize all that information into an easy-to-use article on our website. And that also includes information from other experts as well. And then we also interview Cat Explorers on our website under CatSpiration. And I love hearing these because seasoned cat explorers share their lessons that they've learned, the challenging moments, and they give advice to new cat explorers. And also on the website, we've got quite a few articles written by other cat explorers sharing their experiences and also articles about products we've trialed and even lessons we've learned along the way while we've been cat exploring with Lumos and Noxie. And of course, we've got this podcast, which allows us to dive deeper into everyone's stories and learn more from everyone and to hear the voices behind those Instagram accounts. And I found that everyone was loving these articles, they were finding it really useful, they were loving the interviews and the podcasts, but they do take a lot of time to create. So for example, an average podcast episode takes about 14 hours of my time, that's not including Daniel's time or our editor's time. And an average Cat Explorer Asks article takes me about four to six hours, and That's just scratching the surface of what we do at Cat Explorer and it all really adds up and takes up a lot of time but I really wanted to make sure that we kept providing these free resources that everyone finds useful while also raising awareness about Cat Exploring so that it gets easier for all of us and I found that the only way to do that is actually to bring some money into Cat Explorer so that's why we created our online store. I didn't want to create a store that was just full of cheap things that wouldn't bring value to everyone or do any social good so we first started off with some apparel, which comes from suppliers that are ethically and environmentally certified. And that's Cat Explorer merchandise. So things like hoodies, T-shirts, hats and mugs. And then I realized there was some interesting having some stickers and patches so that we've added those to the store as well. And then we spent a really long time testing so many cat backpacks and looking at their pros and cons. And then we chose three that we really believe in. So that's the Apollo, which is for bigger cats, the Ranger for adventurous kitties. And the Pioneer, that's for new cat explorers. And we went straight to the manufacturers so that we could get a good deal for our community. And I didn't want to just sell them. I wanted to make sure that we provided support and training guides and things like that. So each backpack comes with training guides and email support for training your cat. And then we use all the proceeds from these products to help keep running Cat Explorer. And to make sure that everything that we provide our community is for free, But we need to make sure that we can fund those and also the overheads. And that's what we use the store for. But we also want to use the store to help others. So $1 from each sale is donated to the Dog Star Foundation, who use that to neuter and vaccinate cats in Sri Lanka. And of course, another big part of what we do is when we partner with brands and products that help our community. So help you guys. And we're really picky with who we choose to partner with because we wanted to make sure that they share the values that we have. And we want them to be useful for you as well. So we spend quite a lot of time talking to different people, different brands, and seeing what will be a great fit for us, but also a great fit for you guys too.
2: No, that's great. And, and I think that uh, with the number of uh, people that I've seen that have actually bought the Cat Explorer backpacks for sure, and uh, some of the other products that you're selling online, it, it seems that you're picking the right products that are resonating with people. And that's that's actually really cool to see. So I'm going to kind of switch this one over to Daniel then. Is, um, I mean, there's a lot that goes on into starting a new business and to getting it off the ground. And certainly, a new business that's very focused on social media, I think that there would be a tendency of uh, having some challenges with keeping balance. So I'm just going to ask, how do you make sure that you both of you balance your time, and uh, and how do you choose what to focus on?
1: Yeah, so that's always a challenge with new businesses, and it's no different with Cat Explorer you do have to like think about and strategically plan where you spend your time because what we want to do is we want to make it sustainable and get the best return on our time investment and effort as well as financial so from those aspects you know at personal level we're just it's just a Sarah night working a lot in the background as the engine room of this with helpers from around the world and people like yourselves and other supporters and so We've looking to, we've looked and we've sort of analysed and we've learnt to focus our efforts on where we think we can best help the community and for cat explorer as a business to make it the success that you know it currently is and even more of a success, and to allow our community to grow and nurture this idea of exploring with your cat. So that's the way we approach it, and it's always a challenge. But I think we're striking a great balance there.
2: Oh, that's good. i'm I'm pleased to hear that. And I know that uh, you've actually taken some time off when you've done vacation, and you kind of say, that's it. we're We're away from uh, for a bit here and and again, I think that's good, and that's healthy. So I, you you've actually the other things that you've done here with Cat Explorer that i that you haven't talked about yet is uh, setting up meetups and setting up picnics. So you had your first picnic uh, in Sydney back in last December, I think it was, or was it November? Mm-hmm. And then uh, this past June, there was a whole series of meetups around the world. So you want to maybe talk a bit about that for us and uh, maybe talk a little bit as well, anything that was memorable or surprising to you with these meetups.
0: Yeah. So one of the big things from cat Explorer is that I want to help everyone connect with people that are near them, because for a lot of us, we felt alone and we felt like we were the only people that did this, did walked our cats on a harness or did anything with our cats like Mm -hmm. this that enriches their lives but um what I quickly realized was that there's actually pockets of people around the world that don't know each other but they're doing the same thing so I wanted to create that opportunity to meet each other um but I'm not gonna lie the meetups were probably one of the hardest things that we've done with Cat Explorer (laughs) (laughs) Trying to coordinate all those people everyone around the world to make sure that they have an enjoyable experience. It's um was quite difficult. So it sounds really easy on the surface, but it did require a lot of work for myself and our amazing hosts. Our hosts were just mm-hmm. incredible. Um we could have just thrown something together, but we were really worried I was really worried that it would become the cat version of the Fire Festival. So mm. for people who aren't aware of that, that's um I don't even know how to describe the
1: Fire The music festival that was supposed to happen, you know, it's this amazing a weekend away was thousands of dollars worth of tickets and you know high priced luxury event and what they got in the end of the day was no music because all the artists are cancelled poor quality <laughs> food no sanitation no accommodation it was a disaster so ah. that's what we tried to avoid and we wanted to really make a good experience for everyone
0: yeah like we just wanted to make it safe and fun and enjoyable but um the amazing thing that's come out of those meetups that we did do those 8 is that the connections that have formed from it so it's mm-hmm. i find it so exciting because i see that people who met each other at those meetups they now hang out they go stand up paddleboarding together or they go kayaking mm-hmm. together or they um they have like their own mini hangouts and and I know that so many people wanted to have these meetups in their local area. It was just we were so conscious of making it safe that we actually had to limit the amount that we did um, that I wanted to um, give everyone the opportunity to create their own um, hangouts that they can do or empower them to create their own meetup. So that's why we actually ended up creating our Facebook group, which is um, Cat okay. Explorer Community. And there's the option in there to post... Um, and um say that you'd like to um have a hangout or see if anyone else is available in your close area and see if anyone's available and that you guys can hang out there because um while I would love to keep organizing more and more meetups it was a bit of a challenge at the time so we're still trying to find a way to do that sustainably and safe as well
2: mm-hmm. well and I think that you're right I think some of these where you're getting just uh, one or two people together uh, may actually be a uh, better for some cats because um i know that when we did ours here in canada at canada we ended up with 16 cats and everybody was fantastic and the cats were amazing and social together but i think for a few of them uh it was overwhelming and so i think that yeah you're right maybe doing smaller might actually uh be a bit more successful for some for sure so i one of the things i always like to hear when um when you do your interviews is, uh, Daniel, you'll often have a question that you ask around how you measure success and with the Instagram accounts or with what you're doing, because, uh, you talk a lot about the, um, the, uh, the vanity metrics. So the likes and and et cetera. And I know that's not something that you're into. So how, how are you measuring success of this venture? Like what, what will be, uh, for you, the measure of success for cat
1: Explorer? For us, it's about how our community interacts with each other. Like, we're about helping people foster a sense of belonging, you know, knowing that you're not the only one out there, knowing that you can find a place to find like-minded people to help you with your exploring journey. So for us, it means so much that we've got this community who's connecting with each other, helping each other out, and giving each other tips and tricks about exploring with your cat. Because... Then what they're doing is they're enriching their cats' lives, which is, yeah, just amazing to see. And it makes it our day when we hear these stories and we see these people just, you know, getting out there and just getting involved and in amongst it.
2: Yeah, that is. That's great to hear that. Um, I I think that uh, that networking. I, I you've probably had far more influence than I think you even realize. And I think that that's pretty amazing and pretty special. So I think you should be pretty proud Uh, after only doing this now coming up on a year, uh, the amount of impact that you've had, I think is pretty great. So I guess, where do you see you're going to be taking Cat Explorer next? Are are there any uh, inside information you can give us some little tips or hints of where things are going?
0: So our overall aim is to make Cat Explorer a common thing so that when you're walking down the street, you don't get stared at with having a cat walking on a leash. Like it becomes something that's normal. and So we're working towards making that a uh, goal in terms of um, trying to get the word out there and trying to share what we do. And I also want to make it easier for everyone as well in terms of understanding, in terms of commu- not just our community but the greater community understanding how they can help us, particularly like, for example, having leashed dogs in leash-only areas Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And then it's also helping everyone deal with the challenges that they have with cat exploring. So one thing that's – we haven't talked about it a lot in the community yet, but one thing that I'm aware that a lot of people um, have concerns about is cat exploring by themselves. So we always Mm -hmm. say that you should go to a quiet space, a quiet area, because your cat is probably going to be scared in a loud area. But if you're – particularly if you're female and you're cat exploring by yourself, and sometimes – when it's hot, the only time that you can do that is in the evening or at night. That's mm-hmm. not necessarily safe. So it's trying to find ways that we can help everyone do cat exploring in a safe manner as well. Um, but on top of that, another big part of what we're doing is trying to see how we can do a lot more social good with Cat Explorer. So we've, um, with our products, we've been um, looking into potentially doing things where we can use like um, eco-friendly packaging and stuff like that where mm-hmm. it is a long way away because with technology, there's been huge improvements in that space, but it is also, um, it also has to make financial sense as well for us to do that. Um, and we're also looking at how we can support charities, and we're also looking at other products that we can, um, have on our online store that can, um, support all of you. But I think our biggest aim is to make Cad Explorer sustainable, not just financially, but also from a personnel perspective, because it it is growing very quickly and it it needs to scale sustainably <laughs> too.
2: Yes, and definitely. I, I, I hear what you're saying there. Okay. So um, the other thing that I, I think uh, has come out of this last year is that uh, you've both become a little bit of media sensation. So I know that you have been on your, your morning television show, you've had a few articles written about you. Um, and you both have said in the past that, that you're quite introverted. And uh, so I, I'm sure that these public interviews have been a little bit nerve-wracking. So do you maybe want to talk a about how you've prepared for that or what tips you've picked up that uh, kind of making it easier?
0: So I'm not sure whether all introverts feel the way I do, but I find that I find it a lot easier to talk to people on one-on-one conversations. So when we're being interviewed, like for example, when we were on TV, um, I just pretended that I was just talking to those two hosts as if they were a stranger that had bumped into us while we were exploring Limos and Noxy and asked us about cat exploring. And I just focus on them and I do my best to pretend to ignore the cameras or the fact that it's being recorded and things like that. And we also do our best to prep and wind down after the interviews. So we try and schedule things so we have some downtime before and afterwards so that we can regroup and then, I suppose, just get back into it after that. Okay.
2: No, that's good. And I know you spent some time as well uh, prepping Loomis and Noxie, certainly when you did your, your uh, television interview so that uh, they wouldn't be scared or, or misbehave.
0: <laughs> yeah, we did. And I um spent some time talking to to Julie from Cat School. We, she actually gave us some great tips. Like, So one of them, what people might not have seen, was that there was actually bowls of food and treats hidden in their backpacks. Mm. And um. And I think I'd put a different treat in each backpack, which I think ended up getting Lumos really interested in Noxie's treat. So that's why he actually jumped out of the bag during the interview. <laughs> and he was like, who's got the other treat? That's but, right. I, I think that looks good. I want to try that. Yeah, <laughs> Okay. Yeah,
1: <pretty> much. <laughs> oh,
2: no, that's great. Those are, those are good tips, actually. I think that uh, seemed to help you quite a bit there. So let's kind of switch gears again a little bit here and talk a bit more about uh, the podcast, because that's been, I think, uh, some of the the really, as you say, your ability to do deep dive and in-depth sort of conversations with uh, different people within the community. How did you learn to create a podcast or or is this something that uh, you kind of knew before?
1: I'd love to say that we naturally knew how to do podcasting from an engineering degree, but that doesn't <laughs> work that way. <laughs> so, and we were never going to be media darlings and we never grew up in that spotlight. So no, we had no idea how to do any of this stuff prior. Um, it's been a lot of research, a lot of sort of just looking looking up different resources online, listening to our favorite podcast helps a lot. So you mm-hmm. pick up the tips and tricks from them and you know what they do in terms of podcasting and how they approach it. From there, we've put it all together. Really, just giving it a go. Like it's, it's actually a little bit like Cat Exploring in the very beginning, where you sort of just, you don't know exactly what you're in for yet, but you sort of <laughs> go online, you have a look around, you ask some questions, and now the Cat Explorer is there. I'm plugging my own, <laughs> my own thing, but with Cat Explorer as a backbone, you sort of use that to then guide you and just go out there and give it a go and see how you, yeah. how it, you know, unfold. And that's what we did with the, um, the podcasting side of things. We just gave it a go it could have been a massive fa- fail at the very beginning but you know we we found it that it was you know really resonating it was great fun to talk to people mm-hmm. and yeah it's it just been growing from strength to strength
2: oh i think so too i think uh, you're getting stronger and stronger each season and uh, continue to get really good interviews at uh, and i know that in um You know, when you've been doing the podcast, you really have, I think, uh, been looking at exploring some of the the less glamorous uh, but really inspirational and important topics. Um, I know you've covered things like uh, PTSD, depression, uh, therapy, emotional support animals, uh, grieving for pets, uh, as well as shelters and rescues. And do you maybe want to talk a bit about why that's so important to you to to do that full balance uh, on the podcast?
0: Yeah, so I've been in situations where I've struggled with grief, depression and anxiety and really felt like I was the only one or I was doing it wrong or I don't know, just wasn't like I I wanted to make people feel that they're not the only ones going through things. It's kind of just like that with Cat Exploring. I wanted everyone to feel like they, there are others around the world that they can connect to. And so it's really important for me to share those stories and we have people in our community who, go th- who have been through those things and they've come out the other side or they may still be struggling with it, but they've learned um, how to manage it. And I wanted to share those stories because they're doing amazing things. And Cat- the podcast is an extension of Cat Explorer and one of our um, big values is making a difference. And I just think sharing those stories is one of the ways that we can make a difference.
2: I think that's great and I I think it has uh, resonated as you said and and made a difference there too okay
1: yeah just to add (laughs) for us and my in my opinion like I think it's important that we show all facets of this because that's what life is that's what reality is and that it's not every day is a rainbow and unicorns lifestyle Mm -hmm. as much as we like like to live it there are yeah there are aspects of it which are a bit uglier and a bit harder and it's important, like Asara said, to help those who are sometimes in those situations, because everyone will find themselves in situations which are less than ideal at one stage or another throughout their life. And for us to be able to explore those and help others in that, I think it's important so that people out there really don't feel alone, and that we do shine a light on those aspects as well, so that everyone in the community can accept it. And so, you know, it's not a taboo topic, it's not unusual, it's Mm-hmm. that's what it is and that you know there are ways to get around it there are methods and it's not it's very positive at the end of the day to be able to see those who have come through the other side of it
2: yeah no, that's great i i totally agree with what you're saying daniel that's that's good so we're kind of coming up to, uh, the ending part of the podcast here. And what you usually do when you're interviewing other people is you do the fast four questions. So I've kind of modified the questions a little bit here. And I know we've touched on some of this in, in our interview, but, uh, we'll cover off the, the fast four for, for the cat Explorer team here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first one I've got here is, uh, what you hope to uh, see in the future for cat Explorer. And, uh, again, do you want to give us uh, maybe reiterate a few of the hints that you've already given us around what we can expect in the coming year?
0: Yeah, so there are just so many things that I hope for. um, And given that we're now reaching our first birthday, I think we're working on the next stage of Cat Explorer. So we're just, our main focus is finding things that make it easier for you to go cat exploring and to enrich your cat's lives. And a big part of what we're doing is we're working on raising the profile of cat exploring just so that it becomes normal to take your cat out as well. And also finding those products that are helpful for you as well. Okay. So our second question
2: here is, uh, and I'm going to direct this one to Daniel then. So what has been the most entertaining comment an interviewer or a business person has said, well, uh, you developed and promoted cat
1: explorer? <laughs> We've had quite a few, but if I'm going to pick, one or two. So the one we were talking about that TV show interview. All mm-hmm. of the comments was, I can put my baby in there, in, directed at a, I think it was a stroller or the. It was a It was a backpack. Ca- oh, backpack. <laughs> <laughs> so that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And also, we've done a project which may have not come out by the time we're talking about this, but it should be coming out. It might have already. It might be out around the time this episode will come out, where we spent twenty four hours with a videographer and. They've chronicled the lives of a cat explorer. And it was some amazing comments that people had and some interesting comments and how they reacted to us and said, Oh, you know, didn't know you could do that or that's amazing, that's wonderful and they were really supportive. So that was really cool too.
0: It was ah. that one was really interesting because um the videographer is a cat person, but he said that you could just tell he's, um, at first he, like he was really lovely. He's really lovely. But when he first came in, I think he was a bit like, is this a gimmick? And then when mm. he left 24 hours later, he was just like, because I asked him what, what has been your impression of this experience? And he said, um, he thought it was a gimmick, but he's now seen how happy it makes Lumos and Noxie. Mm-hmm. And like he said, just watching Noxie, like sprint on the trail, like that was, you just see how happy she is and you realize it's just not, it's not just for Instagram. There's, there's a reason right. behind it. So that yeah. was a pretty incredible experience.
2: Oh, that's cool. That's that's neat. So you have another another converted uh, cat explorer then. Yes. That's very cool. Okay. So our, our third question here. So I'm not going to ask you to choose your favorite cat account because you'll I don't think that's fair. Uh, you'll you'll probably feel like you're leaving somebody out or you'll be going on for the next two hours with your list. But uh, can you maybe talk a little bit about your favorite new business or entrepreneur account that you follow on Instagram and why?
0: Yeah, sure. So um, it's funny that you mentioned Sarah Holloway's CZA because she's mm-hmm. definitely one of my favorites. So she is um, spoonful of Sarah on Instagram, um, and she's got a great podcast called CCA. And she is a lawyer. She calls herself a lawyer turned entrepreneur. Who mm-hmm. um, she sells um, matcha, which is green tea extract, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's done quite an amazing job. Between she's got quite a few businesses. Um, another one is she's called the Lazy CEO. So. Mm-hmm. Um, she runs a empire called Shopo and it's a fast fashion empire. But what Daniel and I are always impressed with her because she is always so extroverted and she's like she's always on and her ability to share her story and share the business and create so much excitement around it is incredible. And another one that I've really been watching really recently is um, they're called Shameless Media, but their um, Instagram handle is called Shameless Podcast and they've created a podcast for... It's called "For Smart Women Who Love Dumb Stuff." So, but it's actually really insightful in that they take things in pop culture and they deep dive and um, talk about some great topics. But what became, mm-hmm. what started as a podcast that they were doing part time, has now become this media a company where they now have several podcasts. They, I believe, they won the most popular podcast in Australia last year as well. So they're doing mm-hmm. really well. And um, but there are just so many entrepreneurs and people that we've even worked with at cat explorer that i just really respect and i wish i could name them all but i think it would take some time
2: (laughs) (laughs) no that's great i I appreciate you naming the ones that you have and it's great that they've actually been an inspiration for you and helped you to to really move to the next level so that brings us to the last question i've got which is what product service or program has been a game changer for getting cat explorer to the place that it is now
0: So my one is potentially a bit cheesy. I think um, Daniel and I each have an answer to this question, (laughs) but um, I'm not sure whether it falls within those three brackets, but I think one of the big things has been the people in our lives. So um, we have an incredible group of friends who they're constantly doing whatever they can to help Cat Explorer from like cheering cheering from the sidelines or spelling and grammar checking what I write on the website or sharing opportunities (laughs) that they just happen to come across. And They've been amazing in terms of keeping us upbeat when the going gets tough and they've been really incredible in understanding that at the moment, yes, we sometimes struggle to see them all the time like we used to, but they've just been great in understanding our schedules and things like that. So, for example, um, this August, we're recording this in August and we're recording about three or four podcast interviews every weekend, which makes it a bit difficult Mm -hmm. for socializing. So, they've um, been really incredible in terms of understanding that and Another big part is our community, like you you guys are why we do this and each day you remind us how much Cat Explorer helps you and you inspire me in terms of how willing you are to help others in terms of from your experiences and things like that. Like I really appreciate like the reposts, the comments, the sharing of the podcast, the sharing of our products products. It's like your generosity and the time that you take to help each other is what has really made Cat Explorer what it is today
2: how about you daniel
1: hmm. i think how do i top her answer <laughs> I don't know if I can. <laughs> for me i think the social media platforms such as facebook instagram and podcasting have allowed us to really connect with our other cat explorers and really learn about who they are what they like what they don't like and their tips and tricks so that we can all share this information together it's just an awesome platform having social media for us, we've been able to really express ourselves a bit more and come out and tell our stories and learn the tips and tricks from others. Oh,
2: yes, I would agree there. I, I think for me, one of the things that um, I really noticed when you started doing the podcast is that it uh, you both came out from behind the account and you became real people. And I think it just really helped everybody in the community to see what genuine and warm and just caring people you are. And I I really, really appreciate that. So I'm kind of saying that on behalf of uh, the whole Cat Explorer community. Really appreciate that. Thank you. That's a really sweet thing to say. Thank you. (laughs) No problem. So I I kind of hope that this uh, wasn't as painful or as nerve-wracking as you thought it would be at the beginning. I think you both did brilliantly, by the way. And uh, hopefully you had a bit of fun as well. And I also hope that this provides uh, our, our Cat Explorer community with uh, some answers to some of the burning questions that they've had.
0: Yeah, I hope so. And I, like, we're always willing to answer questions about Cat Explorer in terms of, like and us too, and our experiences and the challenges we have um, and the things that inspire us as well. So always feel free to just reach out and like to everyone, feel free to reach out and just ask. Okay, super. Thanks very
1: much, both of you. Didn't Pam just do an amazing job? Thank you, Pam, for helping us record this episode.
0: We'd love to hear what you thought of this episode or what you think of the progress that Cat Explorer has made or what you would love to see from Cat Explorer in the future. Share a screenshot of this episode, upload it to your Instagram stories, tag us at catexplorer.community and share your thoughts.
1: Thank you so much for being a part of the Cat Explorer community. That's it for today. We'll catch you next time. In the meantime, enjoy giving your kitty the world.